Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On week two of Hump Day with Scotty and Swanee, we found out that Swanee's best ever sleep was after finding out from Eddie Maguire that he didn't burn down his own pub. Let's see what week three brings, thanks to Sheen Panel Service. And thanks to Kevin Buddy Wilson just bringing us in. G'day, boys. Can't help but sing that. Uh, G'day, Ralph. Hello, Swanee. How are you? You're not bad, mate, yourself. Oh, terrific you and terrific. Thank you very much for asking. How's your week been? Um, <coughs> flat out. We're, we're in here earlier today, so. Um, okay. You, yeah, no, I'm tired. <laughs> I just set, just set my alarm clock this morning, which was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in fact. Hang on a second. Yeah. Your I'll, alarm clock. Well, I'm assuming when you say alarm clock, you mean your phone. You put your phone next to your bed and like. 23 other million Australians do each night, put the phone next to your bed, set the alarm. No, 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 I don't. I'm, Taylor thinks I'm a lunatic for this too, but I actually you use an old school alarm clock. But, did you, what? I don't know where that, do you think, do you find like that the, weird? A, um, like a digital one that sits yeah, inside there. and she hates it too because like, it's like that like big green neon numbers <laughs> that are just blaring through the, through the dark night of the room. She hates us. Turn it off. They're oh. one of the most unnecessary things in the world now. Do you think they're popular still? No. Just does anyone? Well, I don't think. I don't know why. I, I honestly don't know why I use it. I just I use it as a sixteen-year-old yeah. before I had a phone, and I've just just have it. I've got no idea. And it's like, and even it shits me sometimes. Like these big these <laughs> green numbers are about each number is about as big as the size of a phone, and it's just <laughs> like this fluoro green number that just beams into the bedroom every night. But, um. I think I've had it since 16. It means something too. I've got a pair of rug boots like that. Have you? Wife yeah. wants to throw them out. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't use my, and maybe because I, the static noise from the, you know, it's like you got to tune it into the radio. So I have to do that. And it's like, what? it's not proper radio. It's like that horrible noise. So that wakes me up. Like I, my phone, I, I just feel like I just turn it off. You just like, turn and shut it off. And, I, and my phone is always on do not disturb. So I probably think, does your alarm work if you're on do not disturb? I don't it know. Does. Yeah, it does. Well, it's well, probably what the reason for do not disturb is, mate. Well, exactly. So you my point. Leave it on, and no. So I don't Remember get the dis- old phones. The reason for do not disturb is so you do not get disturbed <laughs> when people when so people try alarm, to call you. So the alarm flies in the face of that. Yeah, well, that's 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 my <laughs> You're disturbing me. Yeah, exactly. Piss off, <laughs> and it'd probably get thrown across yeah. the room. So I'll use an old school alarm clock. I don't know if people find that weird, but. 
But show one, you did say you think you're drifting back to having a house phone as well. So maybe well, you're yeah. still retro. Yeah. Well, no, Alarm listen. clocks don't take photos of you either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't they have someone come up and slap you in the face and stuff yeah. like that, I think? Like a sneaky little hand? But... Oh. Hey, um... <laughs> if they do, let me know. Might <laughs> 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 be putting it next to my head, though. Exactly. <laughs> hey, wasn't, Sleep wasn't on your the... stomach and away oh, you go. a wayside table. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't this time last week your, your day one of your interlock device? Oh. Yep. How'd that go? <clears throat> oh, as, good, as good as to be expected. Mm. Um, Talk of spirits. You went and picked it up after. Yeah. It's spoke. getting recalibrated now as we speak. Weekly. I had, a, I had an incident. What? Mate, I... I had an incident. So I, I flew out of... Um, I, flew, I got out of uh, the joint where they installed it. And I got home. I didn't drive the car again. And then... Got up in the morning, had to take the dog to the vet. Um, yeah, Barney's okay? Yeah, he's okay. They, the vet said that my cough was all right too, so <laughs> um, so I was good to go. Cup you? Yeah, absolutely. Cup, cup your pills? That's why cough. I go. That's why I go weekly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I got my my fur, very first reading, I blew 0.04. <laughs> so I was at the what start. What time was this? 7 a.m.? <laughs> Seven, best twenty past seven. I don't know. The courts are going to fucking see, aren't they? So, <laughs> but the, does that enable uh, allow the car to start, or no, you have to be zip? You have to be zero zero. Um, so, do you have people again? Th- three and a half years. That's the same your again. Yeah. Z one or something. Z zero. Z I. Tell you what it says. Hey, two. says you don't conditions. You were very very unlucky. <laughs> This is but, your last yeah, chance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I got an I and a Z on my license. Hey, so um, do, are you a pee floater? Or do you just follow 30, those rules? No, I'll be, I'm 35 in a week. I wouldn't want to be. You have to put up pee floaters. No, but so I shut the car off for five minutes and then I got got to blowing it again. But listen, I wasn't I wasn't drinking. I was I got oh, done. Go you know, I got done with mouthwash. Oh, bullshit. Oh, and th- and thinking back to the actual the day I got done. I was drinking a shitload of mouthwash at the bar. <laughs> so mouthwashing. I might actually. I might can I go back and try and fight this because I. Come, a shot. come to think of it, everyone was doing shots of the kill. I was doing shots of Listerine. Yeah. <laughs> I love to have a minty fresh breath. Yeah, that's <laughs> every time I'm out and about. You, yeah. you don't know, you know. I hate talking to someone close up because exactly. it's loud. You got to talk close, and if they had exactly. a bad breath, it's poor. A couple that's... of those Listerine strips that you just whack on your tongue, and uh, away you go. Do you know what? I'd love you to fight it <clears> retrospectively and go and. Do something like that because um, you know the, the the ratings come in each week for your podcast yeah. and and ours were mm. terrific. So thanks everyone for for listening. But we were rolled by three shows, Swanee. They're all crime shows. So if you can go <coughs> break I'm, the law for us in well, some way, shape, or form, I'm willing to go out and commit murder for for, for this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. that's see, selfless. That's what I'm willing to do. If people don't understand how committed you are right. to this, then I don't know what will, what it'll take. Exactly. So mate, Any, just, anyone on, you give me mind? a crime that you want me to commit, and I'm willing to go out and done. I've done most of them. So right. Um, but yeah, so I believe point oh four. So that's the next reality show I'm going to be on. It's didn't, you to go to, didn't you have to go to hot breakfast? Yeah, I was on morning? Triple M on the. Wednesday, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's when I done. I tried to take the dog to the vet earlier in the morning. Um, Does the dog have an alarm clock? <laughs> well, funnily, well, <laughs> was, the dog had to get a, t- a tooth pulled out. Oh, so my yeah. missus. Um, the vet was that three and a half grand? Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> mate. And this is the thing, my missus got pet insurance. 
Clever. A couple of years ago. Ah, Clever. There you go. And Tyler. So the well dog, done. which is great. The dog's had three surgeries. Yeah. He's had three teeth. The only surgeries have been right. He's had three teeth put out. What? What do you think's not covered in in the? Uh, <laughs> oh, dental. What, she didn't what pick up think, dental. What do you think she hasn't picked up in there? Uh, Always go dental, Tyler. Dental. So I'm up. So it's about fourteen hundred a tooth. Oh. Next thing, I'm just going to get a piece of string around a bastard's yeah. teeth and smash slam, slam the, the door. door, and away yeah. we go. Absolutely. So Taylor hasn't um, decided to go with dental. So that's costly. Yeah. Oh, you're telling me. So we split but it. But she got massage in there. And <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dog uh, yoga and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. So yeah. Pilates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we split We split the uh, cost of this time. Yeah, no more. You know, this is 2019, mate. You and Taylor no, Shiv- split the cost. Sh- Chivalry's dead. We, yeah. mate, don't have a joint account. We pay half. We pay, no, she makes more than me. We probably should. <laughs> You're unemployed. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Chivalry's dead, mate. You know, it's 2019. We, you know, we all split. We split the bill every time. We pay for our own movie ticket. <laughs> split no, split no, Uber Eats? No, you don't. What? No, you don't. What? You don't split of movie tickets. Why, mate? <laughs> you, want to sit, you want to sit in um, gold class? Gold class? You can pay your 50 uh, or so. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, mind you, gold class is fucking expensive these days. They don't miss you. 50. Oh, Oof. plus your wines and... Yeah, exactly. Plus, plus. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Not a bad way to do Hang it. Hang on a minute. I, I think I'd just better whack the reverse gear in here. Back up. You split Uber Eats. <laughs> you do that. Yeah, you're well, like those old people that go and buy and had a coffee <laughs> and the salad. Well, you no, had the steak. Yeah. Well, I'm frugal. That's what they say. So you're on your way to hot breakfast. So we should thank hot breakfast for yeah. playing the yeah. uh, the great story that you said about your pub burning down. But is it just me or uh, the? Uh, I thought you were the happiest man in the world that it wasn't your fault that the pub burnt down. Yeah. But well, when the hot breakfast played that story. I reckon Ed was even happier than you that you were you were in trouble. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Was, you know, he's, had a tough, he's, had a, he's had a tough couple of days, Ed. So we'll just leave him well, alone. No, this is where we're getting to. Yeah, but we um, have to talk about just that. brief, quickly. Last thing on the interlock. Yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass. I have to get it reca- recalibrated. Now, so it's probably now two hundred. Um, oh, hang on. Is that is that a weekly or because you've nah, blown yeah, point I, I don't know. He because you re- the guy said the, the guy said it sh- that shouldn't have mattered. But I just said like it just says immediate recall. Then like even today I was point zero 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 one, and I haven't I just didn't drink on the way. I haven't drank for you know nearly two, yeah twelve hours. So yeah. um, <laughs> something's wrong with it. Um, they're a pain in the ass. And to be perfectly honest, the hardest thing about having the interlock being able to you know blowing it every like five minutes is texting one handed. <laughs> that's 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 the toughest thing to do. What? Yeah, I know. Mate, I don't think they think mate, these things through oh, when mate, they they're kidding themselves. They do that. Rose. You got in like yeah. one, you got to sort of suck and blow, suck and hum all of this yeah. thing. Then you yeah. trying to text on the other end. We've got it's no just, answer. The steering yeah, wheel come on. It's just dangerous by them, isn't it? To put mate, it in there, it's not well. Someone's going to well, get hurt. <laughs> you know who's the winner out of this? Sheen panel service. Sheen panel service. <laughs> the winners <laughs> out of this. But I tell you what. So the moral that I've picked up out of yeah. this is um, obviously. You know, the drink driving thing where the interlock goes in, it's a massive inconvenience. The 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 moral that I've got out of that is don't use mouthwash. Just brush your teeth. Don't use mouthwash. It, it seriously is what tips you over the edge. Absolutely. And, and, and yeah. get dental dental for your and dog. And get dental for your dog. And, and while we're on smelling while we're on smelling nice, just yeah. completely off the subject. I I did a thing with the boys the other week, um, and I asked them a question. Uh, let's see if, what would you rather? Would you rather be 
the best the best looking man in the world yeah and the worst smelling oh or the ugliest man in the world and the best smelling well, <laughs> well straight away when you say that you picture your teen years where it's just put a ton of rex owner under the armpit and yeah. say, do your best yeah yeah 10 years didn't involve links did they no. <laughs> I'm, Ours I'm, was brute. And you know what brute meant? Brute 33. You know what brute meant? What? Brute means brute. Oh. <laughs> Put the brute on and and knocking them away with a stick, oh. yeah. In your head. <clears throat> yeah. Not so much now. I mean, don't go out and smell it now um, because... Was this a long conversation you had? That, that, that conundrum? Uh, yeah. I'm going with yeah. best looking smelly person. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm going the opposite. <laughs> I'm going Man. ugly but smelling beautiful because no one would come near you anyway. Like people. I'm not saying we're the most attractive men in the world, well, but um, that's fair. You know, like if you're ugly, you're ugly. Like if you smell bad, people talk about you. Yeah, but I you can do like, something about it. I like reckon he stinks. I reckon if Brad Pitt stunk, right? Yeah. There's a few girls I reckon would go. I don't care. Pop that. Yeah. I okay. don't care. Yeah, right. I didn't really convince me that. But if you go and talk to you, if if the girls were talking to their girlfriends about stuff like that, and they do. All right, fellas, they talk about everything, size, shape, bits on it, all sorts of stuff. They'll talk about it. But if the girls go, seriously, someone will say, how are you with that bloke? He is the ugliest man in the world. It's official. He's the ugliest man. Yeah. But he smells, he smells so nice. So a bit of shallow health kind can't of stuff help there. You. Can't help you. He smells so nice. Nah. Have you had a lot of women talking in your life over the past few days the way you're talking, or have you been away? No, I've with been away. People? I've been away with the people. <laughs> Um, and the and the wife and kids have been away too. Oh, Actually, right. do you know what? Together or separately? No, no, they they went away. Right. This is really bad. I hope she doesn't listen to this, right? Because <laughs> it will go into Mrs. wasn't that impressed segment. Right. I was on Kangaroo Island. You're right, just out of South Australia. Um, you drive about an hour and a half south, and then get on the ferry and over to Kangaroo Island for the time on it. I mean, you would know racetrack, Ralphie. The, the Kangaroo Island Cup was on. All roads lead to it. Yeah, well, absolutely. Kangaroos race. No. Uh, that <laughs> would be good. It's incredible. Written by Wallabies. That would be good. the jockeys. That would be good. Oh, Ralph. Um, that would be really, incredible. really good. But Skippy. I actually saw my wife's plane go overhead because they were heading to Perth. <laughs> Enormous sense of calm came across me. <laughs> I said, "That look at the time. Yep, that's taking maybe a flight tracker type stuff." My wife and kids are on that tin can up there that's leaving the big white mark across the sky. All of a sudden, I just went, "Right, oh, no, let's go have a drink. <laughs> let's have a drink." How just, many did you have? Eleven thousand seven hundred. <laughs> Safe to say, my pucker up training took a bit of a hint. It. <laughs> oh, took a savage hit on the How far are you riding in when, when in again? 15 days. Swatter sent us a text days. today saying, 15 days. How cool is that? <laughs> Starts in 15 days. Yeah, I better get going. Is, is Swatter at all committed to this? Because he doesn't strike you as a sort of he's like a committed sight, man. He's a sight, you know what? Do you know where, and I love him, right? Yeah. I hope he doesn't hear this. I love him. <laughs> but everything about him flies in the face of people that I love, right? He's a cyclist. Mm. Like, loves cycling. Loves it. Would would sleep in his nicks if he could. What's a nicks? Nicks are the, the funny things that they wear. And um, they've got the you know the bike pant in them. And the, and the, oh, the singlet pant, thing the comes over. They look like a wrestler. Mate, knowing the word nicks means you're halfway to being one. Uh, I'll Good tell point. you what. Or bibs, I think some call them uh. as well. But you little clippy shoes. He'd sleep in all that if he could. But on top of that, so not only is he a real cyclist. Not, I mean, I'm a pretend cyclist. 
He's a real cyclist. I mean, they're annoying. They're going to their cafes with their bits jingling around and stuff like that. No one wants to see that. Put some shorts on. Put some shorts in the back of your top there, fellas, and put them on afterwards. Not only is he a cyclist, fucking vegan as well. <laughs> yeah. One of those people. One of the people that that want to change the sayings of, oh, you can't flog a dead horse. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> but you can't kill two birds with one stone. I say it all the time, but I never want to kill two birds with a stone. It'd be very hard to do. People that want to change the name of Eggs and Bacon Bay in Tasmania because, well, it makes people want to eat dairy products and pork. Is he, has he done barbecue at, That's the big, at, at the Cummings house? He's a vegetarian. I, mean, I want to be vegan. He's a vegetarian. Has he done barbecue at your house? No. Think, like, and you know what else he doesn't would, do? You would make sure everything is shot. Do you want, to top, do you want, to, you want me to top it off again? <laughs> Go on. Cyclist. Yep. Vegetarian. Yep. Doesn't drink anymore. That's it? Yeah, can you trust him? <laughs> Can't. Would he call it? Yeah, yeah. Luckily, yeah. I wasn't going to go that far, but geez. Luckily, he's over, lucky he's over five foot eight. Otherwise, you would just completely barely, <laughs> barely over five foot eight. So I tell you what, this ride, this ride will give me depression by the end of it. I'm supposed to be trying to fix it. But back to Kangaroo Island. Sorry, Kangaroo Island. We heard extraordinary things, Swanee, didn't we? Full forwards. It's all about them. My word it is. Or so they say. Were you really in the car listening to us? Well, the clients. I was with some clients, and they were desperate to hear it. You were listening to yourself. <laughs> to myself. I know. I said, they go, hey, wait, wait for this bit. Wait for this bit. I say something funny. They're like, shut up. Swanee's talking. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, righto. Well, you shut up. Oh, okay, all right. No worries. No worries. No, the clients How was the feedback? Um, no. Well, they were mates as well. The clients right. and mates. Yeah. So feedback was as expected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you about... Uh, about you mentioned uh, going to the hot breakfast and Ed, and not a great <coughs> Sunday for him with oh, the Melbourne Stars no. falling into a hole. Oh. Um, we've, we've all worked to him and know him, and, and, and this, but this might surprise people who don't know him. He's actually quite passionate and full-on <laughs> about his sporting team. <laughs> <laughs> Ed's involved in a team, let me tell you. He's passionate about it. And everyone's going, no way. So, so post, could you, could you, without being there, either of you, could you just sort of talk us through what you think would have been post in the rooms afterwards? Mm, you go. Do you see any of it? Funnily enough, I, I, I back, I took the Renegades because they were my managers there, and I was now involved Pickers with them a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, the manager that you never see. Yeah, yeah well, in this building. I don't know if he's my ex man. I don't know what he is, but um, <laughs> I didn't. He didn't invite me to go to the cricket either. So. Um, he obviously hasn't listened to this yet because he hasn't texted me. So yeah. he said hello. Um, I actually took the I back the Renegades. I um, and I watched them bat. And then the stars were like zero for ninety. Yeah. And I flicked it off and watched a pretty cool docker. And then, um, <laughs> and then I just happened to turn that off. That finished, and I was cooking dinner. And I flicked through Twitter and it seemed like because I follow the Renegades like. Obviously, all the, all the tweeting and they won. I was like, unbelievable. I thought like, this must was, have been like the semi-final stuff. What's going on? It was here? the and biggest capitulation you've ever seen in was, a cricket um, match. But I don't, the weather was a magnificent day, mm. but I imagine the weather in those rooms would have been a little frosty. Oh, mm. And the other worst thing too is Ed, which he never ever does, gave an in-game interview. He imagine got him at the footy. Yeah. Ed, can we have a few words? Oh, a look, a look would break you in two and make you poo yourself. Yeah. I tell you right now, if you a little young Juno rolling around with a smell in his pants, I yeah. tell you. If you but I'd, I'd imagine Collingwood's 
firmly number one on oh. his on his list. Then the then Carla and the boys. Yeah, absolutely. And then in come the the stars. Yeah. But he gave an in, in game interview. It was uh, Ed? What would you like to see any changes to the PBL during the game? It's gone. If the stars win today, this has been the greatest tournament <laughs> in the history of the world, and no changes should be made. And he's actually having a joke. He's giving yeah. them his time, good effort. I'm thinking, oh no! And then the camera just kept going back, and there's Ed getting a bit cross, mm. getting a bit cross. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, well, he obviously he wears his heart on his face. But, <laughs> um, absolutely, but, but wears his heart on his face. He does, but <laughs> like, he's he's uh. Which is great because he's, yeah, he's passionate. Like, the thing about it is well, once you do get beat or when I've been in the shit with him <laughs> and he gets it out, he's super supportive and gets around the boys and, um, you know, that's just it is what it is. They'll move no. on and on to the next one. But I love him. Um, um, I love him to bitch. But I tell you, the one time, I, and, you know, whenever you see Ed, you'll actually you, you'll go out of your way to go and see Ed and say day and shake hands and get on with it sort of stuff. And, I um, used to be the goal king coach, Ralph, at, uh, at Collingwood right. uh, for uh, for three years there when I'd uh, retired and uh, I was working at the club and not doing some on-field goal kicking as well. Was Swanee a star by then or was he still at Williamstown Reserves Reserves? Still at the Reserves Reserves. When I everyone knew you were going to make it. Oh, fucking away, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't because oh, I didn't see him. At <laughs> Coming off a long run. 9am at Jelly Brand. Yeah. Uh, it was a slow burn. Um, so... What I do is that on game day, yeah. um, you'd have your notepad there and you'd take notes on where we're having shots from, set shots or in general play sort of shots. And over a good day, uh, yeah, if the, if we've lost, and uh, actually it doesn't matter if we'd won or lost, if it was Ed doesn't like bad kicking. Yeah, safe to say. Well, I don't think anyone likes bad no, kicking. He, well, he really hates it, and uh, or inaccurate kicking. And if you've got like, you know, you've kicked twelve twelve for the day, and you've lost to someone who's kicked fourteen four or. Hopefully that works out right. <laughs> yep. yep no, no, you've lost that. You've won that game still. Um, but if you've kicked, let's say you've kicked 12-12, and I've got my notepad in the rooms afterwards, and Ed will walk in, and you've lost, and I will be ducking and weaving. <laughs> I'll be hiding behind massage chairs. I'll be hiding with Nilo in the boot study room. It's a massage chair, Scott. <laughs> oh, it's a table. It's not, not a Sorry. double, is it? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> massage table. It's a couple's <laughs> massage chair. <laughs> ah. And uh, in the property room. Disco, I'll be hiding, and then he'd find you. He'd just <laughs> sniff you out. What the fuck is with our kicking? <laughs> oh, Ed, uh, I think what you'll find is, uh, have a look at my notes here. I don't give a shit about your notes. <laughs> How can he miss that? 20 out dead in front. Oh, I can kick that with my eyes closed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, Ed. I was pretty disappointed. Well, you're the one coaching him. <laughs> oh, shit. But then when you hunt him down, when you've had a good win, you had a good win, you get 15-5 or something, or 15-3 for the day. Great result. I'm actually looking for him. Where is he? Where is he? Get in here. Get in here. Get in. Hey, Ed, Ed, good kicking, wasn't it? When we kick 15-5? Yeah. Why'd they miss five? <laughs> wow, well, I think one was rushed. Why didn't they win the contest and get the goal? What? How did they miss it? Which one did they miss? Oh, this one from the title on the boundary line. They practice that every fucking day. Why didn't, they, why didn't he kick that? <laughs> All right. See you later, Ed. That's why we love him. Ah, That's why he's the best. I do love him. He's a star. And I'll get in fights for him. I have done in the past. I'll do it again. Not physical ones. I don't want to go that much effort. But uh, Bit of mental warfare. Speaking of the pies, do we give man of the week to Jordan Degoe? Oh, clever. I know what you're saying. For the T-shirt. Talk us right. I I can promise you it wouldn't have been his idea. (laughs) Not up to that. Not up to that. Thank God he can play footy. (laughs) Ah. Oh, it's a few of those. Oh, I'm not saying it's there isn't. A few of those. 
It wasn't his idea. So, so for those I, I don't know who Lovett Plumbing is or whatever it was. We do now. Well, we'll give him a plug for him. <laughs> yeah. Lovett Plumbing. So he's turned up yeah. at the club on the crutches with Lovett Plumbing on. Knew he was going to get door stopped. Yep. Getting his uh, his ankle checked. And uh, oh, that's, that's just genius. It wasn't his idea, though. <laughs> pumping, oh, it says. What? Love it pumping on this. Did it, not not plumbing. Oh, so sorry, pumping. It's concrete. Pumping. Concrete something. Even even more reason to Concrete, yeah. Actually, him. give him a plug. Yeah. Yeah, really. yeah. Good on your boys doing a great job out there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, is that love it pumping? Yeah. He sounds, loves it pumping. It sounds like a dirty <laughs> movie. Yeah, exactly. Good on Geordie. Yeah, he's um yeah, he's obviously got good people behind him. And you know what? It's probably not a product that he knows or needs. No, but a... he's just doing a solid for I'm a sure mate. I'm sure he does a lot of con- uh, pumping concrete. I don't know. But well, it sounds about that's what he'll be doing when he retires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what's the, what's the mindset when you're turning up at the club and you know there's going to be cameras there and media there? Um, oh, it depends if you've had a good day or it depends if you've played well or had a shoot one. A bit like with Scotty with the, with the straight kicking or not? Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. If, you, if you've played well, and but they never, the thing is they never really want to interview you when, you've, when you're playing well. Right. Well, it's only when. Well, <laughs> was that just you? They're not going to doorstop. They don't doorstop you at your car. Go, so, mate. Jeez, you, go, buddy. Jeez, jeez, you were great yesterday. What do you yeah. reckon? I was like, I thought I was. I killed it. Well, yeah. it. Doesn't happen. It's like how good was I? Yeah, exactly. They only come after you when there's when you've either been hurt, you go and shit, mm. or something's happened off the field. That's the only. And then, oh, I was pretty good at dodging them. Like I knew they were coming. Like I knew they were coming. So um, when they were coming, so you try and. Get away somehow, but in the end, what can you do? Like, well, there's like there's like fourteen hundred accredited yeah. AFL media now. Well, yeah. When I started, I reckon there was one hundred and twenty. Yep. And now if it's fourteen hundred. I mean, there's there's it's around that number anyway. They're all vying for a piece of the pie. They're all trying yeah. to get their pay. Um. So we yeah we've created. We, and the people's lust for shit news exactly. to make themselves feel better. Yeah, and there's, this sort there's of obviously thing. nothing wrong with that piece, but like the big thing about the journalists these days, I think, is a lot of them. No one wants to be right. Everyone just wants to be first with oh, the yeah. story. So Accuracy doesn't matter. Like um, that, I can find a, a big issue, but um, mm. I'm not that I find it. Well, I guess I do find it these days, but um, mate, it's never going to stop, and they get door stopped, and you. Try and avoid it, or you know, mostly if you come out on the front foot and say something, they'll leave you alone. If you duck and weave them for that's what's going to ask you because this Nirvana, the, the, the biggest result if you've got a camera near the journo, the biggest result is for the player to run away, get all the vision, mm. and then try and put the hand over the camera or something like outside the courts. So, because you just said in the end, you just go, oh, Well, whatever. Is that what players actually need to learn? The, no, well, the, it really just say something if it's. If it's about your footy, I can understand it. Yeah. But if it's when they carry on about your off-field stuff, well, no one's business, unless it's directly related to your footy. But if it's not, well, they should piss off and leave you alone because it's got nothing to, you know. Said no, no for a business. second. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you should piss off and leave us alone. Good but segment. Like, but like um, Kamo said, there's a thirst for, you know, for people, off-field stories mm. is more... Um, clicked on, then you know who's having a who's injured and who's having a, a good or a bad day. It's just unfortunately the world we live in, and we succumb to it by clicking on it. So that's why I've tried to make a stance where I won't be clicking on any garbage clickbait anymore because it just feeds their feeds their fire, I guess. So 
Um, <clears throat> I think, which good point for for journo's, if they do write, because there's, I guess there's a level of accountability with AFL footballs. If you did something stupid, or you know, you, you call something, you go go berserk on Twitter, or you say something completely outrageous in a um, or you just fuck up in general. You can another you, segment. You can get fined by you get fined by the the footy club. The AFL will come over the top and suspend you, find you, all this kind of shit. Where journo's, they don't have any accountability. They can just write and say what they want, and then they can retract yeah. it in the paper the next day. So I would think if they're accredited by the AFL, if they write a completely bogus or shit article that is completely irrelevant or completely wrong. They should be penalised. They should either be fined. Get a week. They should be fined a percentage of their salary. Um, they should be suspended for a couple of weeks from writing or something like that because then it all makes it accountable. So then they have to be right with what they say. And if they're right, well, there's nothing you can do about it. But if they come over the top and say you know, some bullshit article that or bullshit thing that no one that's completely made up or fabricated, they should be held to account. They should be penalised for it, which is what I think. And that would make journalist integrity a bit better and make them think so you're suggesting for this podcast we start media tribunal ooh I like it and you can give how many weeks I should get yeah I like it yeah but I don't don't know if I only know if the story's fake or real about me (laughs) so I don't know we'd have to get the people who they talk about in here uh, but let me let me ask you this, because so I, I started in the media mid nineties and I was there for so you're one of them, are you? Well, well, no. The <laughs> thing was because I, I, I never had to write, so I was part of the footy show. That's how I met Scotty, in the, behind the scenes. So I got really good relationships with the players. But towards the end, I realised there was a real moat. There wasn't any. There was seemingly not a lot of uh, uh, trust both ways between players and and media. Is that how you found it through your time? Um, no, of course, you know. They're just doing their job, and I wasn't wouldn't say I was super friendly with any of them. But yeah. Like I'd say hello, and I wasn't unfriendly. But there was a couple I really disliked. There was a couple that oh, that was sweet. Um, but yeah, you, it's very hard to I would imagine as a player, it's very hard to trust them because you say something that's off the record. How do you know it's going to stay off the record? Did but you it, trust any? But in saying that, I've said some. I've spoke to a few journos off the record, and it's, it's stayed there, which is. Yep. Which is great, but um, you know it's just not worth putting yourself in that situation. They're a minority. They're a minority. How, how many how many journalists would you have trusted through your footy career? Uh, let me check. Zero <laughs> plus uh, zero <laughs> times zero. <laughs> oh, mate, would it be a couple? Yeah, yeah. No, because I mentioned that because when I worked with Ed, one of the things that you know I learned, and then Hutchie was the same. That you you realise they became mates with players, and the the and they're two of the probably the best ever footy journos in Eddie and Hutchie. And it was the stories they didn't tell that actually mm, made them because yeah. they had all, they had so much information, yeah. but they had, because they had trust both ways, they didn't tell yeah. everything. Yeah. And that, that sort of helped them. I guess with the, the journos too, it'd probably be hard for them to become friendly with players too, because once they become mates with them, then they'd have like a, a conflict of interest. Something yeah. be like, well, I'm really good mates with him now, but I know this about him. So they would be in a conundrum where the, to write a story or be mates with them and, and let it slide. So you never know, but um, listen, it's not going away anytime soon. Let it slide. It? Always let it slide. Exactly. <laughs> Always let it slide. Otherwise, you've just done your mate in. You just can't do that. It's like sending it on forwarding on a photo of someone. 
Now we uh, we got a lot of publicity after you did Hot Breakfast, and then that yeah. we we got oh, right, we, right we, up the charts. We didn't so much get a lot. Of well, this is what I was going to ask because no. then we got so much publicity, we would go up the charts, and everyone listens to us. And clearly I clearly not looking at the name. It's like we're a required player, <laughs> and Swanee didn't get the joke. No. Could you just explain the joke? Because you didn't like being known as a required. Player. No, no, required player is exactly the same, Swanee, as having the full support of the board. Right. You don't want that. <coughs> have no. you ever seen a coach no. keep he, his he job after re- having the full support of the board? Never. He Never. was a required player through his career, though. It, no, he was a he was a player that refused to trade. All right, that's completely different <laughs> to being a required player. What's the difference? Required player means you pack your bags, we're going to piss you off pretty soon. All right? <laughs> Every footy manager, mate, don't you worry, mate, you're a required player at this football club. How would you know? Yeah, I'm like, beauty. You're beauty. Right, some required player, am I? <laughs> yeah, we don't get rid of big blokes. Yeah, <laughs> don't come in too often. Is it now fair enough to? <laughs> poor old mum on the phone. What's going on? What's going on? I said, oh, don't bump. You don't know anything about footy. I'm a required player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you uh, don't get rid of big blokes, Mum. We don't come around very often. She goes, oh, that's fantastic. Next day I was on the phone to Mum saying, Mum, I'm going to Port Adelaide. <laughs> because I just got told Port or Geelong pick a club. And then, then the Port Adelaide bloke rings me two years later and says, I would sign a contract for you. Mm-hmm. And says, uh, hey, Scotty, don't look into this whatsoever. Because you're a required player here at the Port Adelaide Football Club. I'm like, oh, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Uh, the, the Mick Moldhouse has been calling. What does that matter? This is the cracker. Oh, this is the cracker. This is what they don't say to any of the basketball blokes, especially the bloke who was on the bench and got traded while he was actually playing in a game. That sent shivers right down say, his spine. If that happened in our game, Mick would have traded me. Oh, oh, plenty. I'd be traded from Willie Toos to Werribee yeah. Toos straight yeah. away. I, I'd tell you what, if they had trading during games when I was playing, I'd, I'd have 18 pass player functions to go to a year. Um and uh, I get this one. I said, Mate, what does that matter? I don't want to leave Port Adelaide. I'm, I'm happy here. And I just signed an extension. Imagine this one. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely, Scott. As I said, you're a required player, and we, but we would not want to stop a bloke furthering his career if that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> I might say, say that to Primus. I dare you. Say that to Treadray. Go on. <laughs> no, nope, that one got in the ass too. Off I went, rang mum, said, I think I'm coming home. <laughs> She's wise, because I'm a bloody required player. What does that mean? Well, what did it mean last time, mum? Uh, off home I went. Hmm. Were, were you always ever? Were you ever a chance of leaving Collingwood through the <laughs> voluntarily? Oh, mean voluntarily. Yeah. That's what I meant. Voluntarily. Yeah. Uh, or contract wise. No, I don't. Not really. No. Have um, you ever use that card as an incentive to get an extra couple well, of dollars? There's one person you have to ask, and I haven't spoken to him in three Pickers. years. Yeah. 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 So I've I've spoken to him since I retired. Um, <laughs> So I don't know. Um. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Still takes a click, though. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, good man. Oh, I think, no, the short answer is no. But uh, from my end, I was, I was never going to leave. They probably, I've, my name was probably thrown off for shot. I've got no idea. You'd have to ask, you know, the footy club, but... Um, I don't reckon it ever was. Well, you know everyone's, tra- everyone's tradable. Yeah, I, absolutely. Sorry. Absolutely. Everyone's tradable, of course. Apart from the big men, because they don't come around often. There's been some fantastic footballers yeah. traded over the years, and clubs regret doing so. Um, I, I don't reckon you've ever been taught about being traded, and this is why. Because his first two, three years? No, nah, two years. First two years, he was shit. Right. Mm, well, a bit longer than that. <laughs> okay, I was driving nice. Yeah. I don't know why. Three years. So three years, he was shit. And then after that, he's gone, they're going, holy shit, how good is this bloke? <laughs> right. We're not trading him. So I don't think at any stage, because they said, let's trade Swanee. And people go, yeah, we'll get a party pie and a packet <laughs> of chips for him. What's his name? We can't trade Swanee. There's nothing for him. But then he turned into a star. They said, we're not trading him at all. So I don't reckon he'd ever been yeah. mentioned. Yeah, mate. I don't know. But I was, bro, mate, I, was, I was too lazy to leave, to be honest. <laughs> too hard. <laughs> Too yeah, yeah, too hard. Well, I don't know. He did it four times, five <laughs> times, whatever it was. I didn't really. Have a, um, I, just, I didn't really have a choice. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you're a required player, though, Scott. Um, I was, I was too lazy to be honest to leave. Um, I was very comfortable at the pie, probably a little too comfortable. Like I knew what I couldn't, couldn't get away with. What was too um, hard to do? Clean out the just, locker. Yeah, just get up and like meet new people and and. <laughs> and I can't be bothered doing and, that. And when you go to a new club, yeah. I would imagine you can. Yeah. You, I'll, I'll tell you, you if you're right or wrong. Play, I'll tell you if you're right like, or you wrong. You have to, you know, you have to impress, and you know, yeah. in pre-season, you have yeah. to try, do everything, and yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to try and work yeah. hard and be out in the track, and yeah. like, and that wasn't me. Like mm. I, I love, and I love Collingwood. That's one of the reasons, you know, I loved all the people there. Um, I was comfortable there. I live 15 minutes away. <laughs> um, <laughs> Scotty played in three different states. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. yeah exactly. Sometimes so, I live four thousand k's away, um, and I, yeah, I was just too lazy. I was, I was comfortable. I knew what I couldn't couldn't get away yeah. with. I loved all the people. I loved all the volunteer staff. Um, you know, most of the people. You know, then the staff I, I loved, and all the boys. So um, yeah, I was never intention to leave. If I was ever going to, I would have only liked to have gone to another state. Because I just to see what footy was like in Sydney, where they don't give a fuck about footy. Would that have suited you? Well, I would have. Oh, that's the only place I would have gone. Yeah, you would have. But like it, then again, Perth. if I got the arse and I got traded, I would have gone wherever because I obviously wanted to play footy. But if had my own choice, maybe up north just to see what footy was like in a state where no one gives a shit about it. But but I was never leaving. The short answer is I was never leaving. Just to to prove your your belief there about when you get to a new club, you've got to try hard and impress them in that pre-season. Mm. This will sum it right up for you. As you know, I don't trust any bloke under five foot eight. Mm. don't like them. I don't like fitness. I don't like personal trainers. I don't. I feel the need to pay someone to flog you senseless is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Yeah, I paid a bloke when I got the arse from the Eagles. I paid a midget. Right? And he was a midget. <laughs> I paid a midget. Yeah, he was, but, but he was a tough midget. He was all S, 
ex-Navy diver yeah. type, SAS type, inked up unit called Steve Smith. He was he was a <coughs> fitness coach. He's really tight with Justin Lamb. <coughs> and I paid him $3,000 to train me for three or for three months. Hey, that's to a get, bargain. To get fit. Well, I mean, two months. It was every day. I had one day off a week. Jesus. Flogged me senseless to, to and then to come to Collingwood mm-hmm. to train for the week to be ready yeah. to go. I did every, everything about that flies in the face of what I believe in, right? <laughs> Not trusting little blokes, paying personal trainers to flog you senseless. I did it. That why? Because I had to go to a football club <laughs> yeah. and try and impress them. Had the did you? Oh, you got it. You got on the list. So I guess it worked. Oh, I was flying. Yeah. Did you, you break down? Uh, I, I, actually, That's I, what usually happens. I'll tell you, you this story. Right? I'll tell you the story on the day that I knew I was going to get drafted. Right. So I trained. Mick called me over and went and. Um, uh, stayed at the big G trains in Brighton, come to training, and uh, Monday trained the house down. I was flying because I was so I was so ridiculously fit. What you what time trials did you have to do? I, I know I did all the fartlek stuff around Olympic oh, Park and that. I don't think I did a two k or anything. What was your best? What was your best two k? Or you got Mick, out of them? Mick had never made me do that <laughs> much. Jeez. Um, but I was flying. And I remember Neil Barham walking over and going, geez, you've done a bit, haven't you? I said, mate, I'm flying. I wasn't in the back full forward group. I was up the front with the midfielders. Great man, Neil Barham. Just super bloke. And um, so I got through Monday, I was flying. Got through Tuesday, flying. And Mick comes over. And this, for some reason, we were at Olympic Park with the, the old when the running track was around. Mick comes over and says, all right, mate. Um, they told me I was coming for the week to try and get on the list. He says, all right, mate, that'll... Uh, I hope this doesn't get me in trouble. But, um, all right, that'll do. That'll do. Thanks for, thanks for coming. But, um, yeah, don't, don't worry about coming back. I said, what? He goes, don't worry, don't worry about the rest of the week, mate. It's fine. And a few boys around. I said, can we go have a chat? <laughs> he goes, yeah, all right, let's go. And we walked to the very other side of Olympic Park. I said, what did you just say to me? He goes, I bet you didn't say it like that. No, I did. No, I did. <laughs> yeah, we're very, we're you, very close. You right? just left the door right. open a little bit. We were very close, and I was livid Yeah. that he'd given me two days to prove it. I thought I'd done well. I thought I was running beautifully. The ball was coming at me like watermelons. Yeah. And um, I said, what did you say? He goes, don't, don't worry about coming back for the rest of the week. I said, are you fucking serious? He's, and he's just stopped, right? And I've gone, he's gone, what's what's the matter? Siri doesn't know how to respond to Siri, that. Siri, Siri. <laughs> Siri like, are you fucking serious? I don't know what to say. <laughs> Mick's gone, what's the matter? And I've teed off. I've teed off for a minute, and which is a long time. If you just look at your watch now for one minute and imagine yourself abusing Mick Moldhouse. I can't oh. believe this. Two fucking days you give me. Oh, give me more days. I'm training the house down. You, I not I thought we were tighter than this. I thought we were closer. Give me a better, another day. Give me one more day. This is bullshit. I said, I can't believe you dragged me over here for two fucking days, Mick. This is crap. And he's gone, are you done? I said, oh, I'm just disappointed, coach. I thought we were closer and I thought you'd give me a bit more of a chance. I've done nothing wrong here and this is bullshit. He's gone, all right, you're done. I said, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's all right. I'm going to draft you next Tuesday, but Geelong need a full forward. I don't want them to see how well you're training. So is there anything else you want to say to me? Oh, you know, it's only fucking around, Coach, don't you? Hey? Oh, I was only joking, brother. Hey, good on you. I'll see you later. And, oh, shit. And he just sat back there with that little smirk on his face going, I'm just going to let him keep digging. Silver dig box. and dig and dig. He said, right, anything else you want to say? Nope. Did you ever go down that path with Mick or you just oh, knew? please, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have a death wish. Uh, I was pretty... I never really... Raised my voice at the footy club. I was just ever. When have you raised your voice ever? When I was trying to get it. 
when I was trying to get the footy on the field, yeah. that's when I would that's yell fine. at people. That's yeah. um, That's okay. But not really. No, I... Because you don't give the impression you're, you're just easy no, going. I kind of did. But yeah, exactly. I'm pretty <laughs> strong. Um, you'd, have to, you'd have to really give a shit about something. Oh, yeah. I, contrary to what people may think, I actually did pretty much what I was told during the... Maybe off the field, I didn't. But, like, on the field in the training stuff, I, I pretty much did what I was told. I just couldn't be bothered arguing. I was too lazy to argue. <laughs> It all comes back to being extremely lazy. I was, uh, wish I was like that. I just wish I was like that. Do what I was told, and I don't know. That's what I did. So that's what I did. I'm positive I rode past Mick on Sunday. Yeah, fit as a trout. That oh, mate, right. he's, yeah, he's looking at a million bucks. Yeah. the uh, the coach and uh, uh, chasing his uh, just love and life, chasing his grandkids around. And uh... tell, tell me this. Tell me this. If you ever upset Mick. Yes. If you ever got the wrong side of him, was it easy to get back on the right nope, side? Nope, 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 nope. And thank you, Ralphie, because I am going to start something on this podcast. Uh, I was thinking of just having a list of people who shit me. Right? Mm. Just uh, each week, someone's going to shit me. I'm going to add them to our list, Swanee, and pot them. I was going to call it the shit list. Ralphie said, mate, that's, very not, clever. Very, that's not very professional. <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right, let me think about it. I'm going to call it Mix List. Because once you got on Mix List... Nothing short of dragging one of his grandkids out of a raging torrent and saving their <laughs> lives would get you off that list. Right, once you're on his list, you're not coming off it. So I'm going to start a mix list for this podcast. Right? right. I've got one person to start us off with. No one would have ever heard of her. Senator Bridget McKenzie. Who's that? Yeah. Well, she's the fat shamer. <laughs> Minister for Health, I think she is. She went to a launch or a, uh, a function to you know, identify <laughs> obesity and uh, announce, you know, the problems that are oh, yeah. that happening. And they take a photo of her holding her stomach and blowing her mouth out like, like you know, when you look at fat people, yeah. you go, boom, 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 boom. She was doing that. <laughs> so she was, she, she was there to support them. And then comes up with a bullshit story. Oh, no, I was just feeling a bit sick from the scrambled eggs and yogurt I had. I'll read. Well, you know I'll what? Read. If you have bacon, it won't hurt you so much. It well, doesn't clash with you or anything. Let me read you what Senator Bridget McKenzie said. The issue of obesity is a matter I take very seriously. I will never trivialise it oh, or to piss. add in any way to the stigmatisation. It's a long word. I sincerely apologise for this very unfortunate photo taken as I, ready for this morning, demonstrated how my stomach felt after scrambled eggs reacted with yogurt I'd just eaten. Yeah. Bullshit, Senator. Yeah. So you're a mixed list. <laughs> That's bullshit. Why yeah. wouldn't you just say, I was taking the piss. What's wrong with that? Yeah, sorry. I was looking at all these fatty boombas. You boom know bars, why? Fatty boombas and... Uh, Is this the outrage society you talk about? Yes, because uh, the country's fucked. That's why. <laughs> world. I think you <laughs> expanded world, world. Yeah, the world. It's such a nanny state. You can't have a laugh anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. And fair enough, it's probably... Well, I understand probably the wrong time to be bagging fat people in... Well, I understand what doesn't upset you, thing. mate. I understand why it doesn't upset you, right? But it upsets me. Hey, I've been fat shamed on the back page of the paper, mate. So I'm a, you know, I feel your yeah. pain. No, I think you but, do. What was the uh, last week? Men have feelings too. Yeah, men have yeah. feelings too. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, no, she's yeah. on my list. Senator Bridget McKenzie is on my list. I want to ask you one more about that. What on you mixed said list. About because I was talking to a Collingwood nuffy mate of mine, like there's any other type. Hey, 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 hey. Aaron, Aaron Smith. Won't They're say, the best kind. Won't say his name. Yep. <laughs> But before we do, we are here, thanks to Sheen Panel Service. Did you say Sheen's last week? Yeah. No, I did I not say did. Sheen's. It's Sheen. Sheen. There's no S on it. Sheen. Not at all. Sheen Panel Service. one three hundred repair They have 26 panel shops across Victoria. They have been going, how long have they been going? 50 years in November. <laughs> Family-owned business, 24-7 towing, 
over 500 excellent replacement vehicles. It's that simple. And you know what? Okay. None of them with an interlock. <laughs> Not one of them's got an interlock on that? it. I couldn't even whip one there for me. Yeah. Five a bingle? Yeah, probably. Well, well of course, they do. One three hundred repair. Absolutely. Ring them, ask them, they'll sort it. That's it. And there'd be nothing worse if you're a tradie. Yeah. Oh. You're in an accident. That's bad enough. Some and then nuffies run through a stop sign and smack your car. We've got a we've got a festiva for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, you know, not many other panel places even give you a car. Really. They wouldn't. That's absolutely. So right. Sheen Panel Service, they're family-owned operated, offer lifetime guarantee on all works, and they deal with all major insurance companies. So one three hundred repair. That's all you need to do. Yeah, Swanee, you were talking about being fat shamed, and then my, my Collingwood mate will go nameless, no, Aaron Smith. So, so what about the goal then afterwards? So That's did you do a goal and then at the Anzac Day game in response yeah. to that? That was the second time I've been fat shamed. <coughs> Mark Robinson, of all people. What? Yeah, I Stop it. Sorry. There's no way Robo wrote anything about someone being fat. I don't, I don't, mate, mate, I don't think he wrote it. I think he said it on, on his show, on 360, I think, or so, so on the radio. So what was the story behind that? Stop it. Tell, tell well, he called me fat. Stop yeah, it. and then you've kicked a goal on Anzac Day game. Yeah, well, I kicked one on Anzac Day. I think it was my <laughs> third. Um, Pick that up, Scotty. Mate, I didn't... I didn't um, Just before you won the medal, or...? I was halfway through the third, I think. Oh. About 17 minutes, 30 seconds in. Yeah. Um, right you know, <laughs> took it out of a stoppage, I think, and don't argue with a couple of people. And then, then I kicked it. My, um, and then I, I actually didn't – I hadn't planned it in my head. I didn't plan anything. Everything I do is off the cuff, as you can tell by mm. my yep. thoughts in here. But um, And then I just – yeah, I just rubbed my belly just as a, a fuck you to, yeah. to those people who don't think – to fat, fat people, people back and fat people. Exactly. <laughs> you know, fat people can succeed in this world. Like, Absolutely. I won, I won the medal that, year, that day. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a – that was random. And I, fat I, people I, can succeed. Look at Clive Palmer and Nathan Tinkler. Exactly. I mean, both very – Probably. Oh, no? Oh, what about um, – oh, let's get a <laughs> – you know what? So this is the world, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to say something about the richest lady in, the, in Australia. Yeah. And I was going, see, fat people can succeed. But I didn't do say that because someone might get upset. Isn't she on a fitness campaign at the minute? Well, she was still worth six billion when she was rather hefty. Can I? What if I was worth six billion? You want to see hefty? Mate, you'd be looking at me. Truth, mate. Let me ask you this, Scotty. Former AFL star Glenn Arch has been cleared on appeal of an assault conviction nearly two years after being a volunteer runner in the face in the face. Uh, sorry, of hitting a volunteer runner in the face at a junior football game. Mm. The North Melbourne great struck the runner, break his glasses, attention board over, half-time break of his son's Heidelberg Oval game. People can read about that, whatever, but uh, you've you've had some frustrations in your time in junior oh, footy? I, no, I may, I may have a couple of years ago been reported by, I thought, an overzealous <laughs> coach's umpire. He was actually an umpire's coach right. out on the field. What was he doing on the field? Well, he was... Fucking up the game, Dane. That's what he was doing. <laughs> Completely ruining this under nines game. Yeah. Kids had no idea. The two young kids. Did they keep scoring under nines. No. Oh, don't you start me. No, Dane, because you can't. Well, have... I don't have kids, mate. Oh, no, so no, you can't. You can't have scoring under nines because because it, it will hurt kids' feelings when they lose, no. and they might have self-esteem issues. Mm, that's ridiculous. Because you know what? It's good that they everyone wins and everyone gets a prize because that's what it's like in real life. Everyone wins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I 
like that. Score. Teach them how to win and lose. They, that's, that all, all the parents know the score anyway, wouldn't they? The kids know the score. Oh, there you okay, go. Scott, yeah. hey, we won by three points. I couldn't right count, on, I couldn't count at nine years old, let alone count <laughs> footy scores. Oh, well, you know what? You ask them their normal maths. They've got no yeah. idea. But it's like, oh, we kicked four goals, two. How many points is that? I've got 26. Is it? Bang, well yeah. done. Um, but four, anyway, so this, six, um, yeah, 12, 18, I'm bang 20. on. Yeah, well, that's why I went yeah, four goals, two. Not something really tough. And so Mr. Old Umpire Man, who would not keep up with the other umpires, umpire blow the whistle, then he would blow it and then walk 50 metres over. The kids are standing still while he comes over and, and says, no, you're free kicking. The umpire's not taught or anything. And I just said, mate, just let him play. And he's looked up, you shut up! I said, mate, just let them play, will you? Please. Just like that? That's all. I promise you. I promise you that's what it was. Yeah. So it may have got a little nasty afterwards, <laughs> but he deserved it. He comes storming over at quarter time. Height? Height, please. 14 year old boy? Or? No, this bloke was 50, 60, 60 years <laughs> oh, old. How yeah. tall? I. He was short. You know what? You know what? You know what? Fuck it. He was short and fat. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes over and goes. I don't want to hear another word from you, and pokes me in the chest. <laughs> with these index? Yeah. We've been and friends I for a said, while. I've never poked you in the chest. I said, I said, how about we walk away from the kids here, mate? Hey? And he goes, and starts poking me was in the chest Is it forceful again. or just... Uh, poking. Yeah. That was poking me in the chest. Because normal, your natural reaction is when you get poked in the chest. And I'm not sure whether it's just a nerve thing or what, that they get a certain nerve on your sternum that makes your right arm cross them jaw, <laughs> throw a right cross. Right? But it just happens, and he's poking me. Now, I don't, I'm mentoring these kids. I don't need to hear from you. I said, I'm not sure what you think a mentor is there, Nackers, because a mentor is what you do is you watch them, you observe them, you bring them in afterwards, and you explain what was good, what was bad. You're not doing any of that. You're just getting in the way. And he goes, you shut your mouth. I said, well, I don't, please don't say that to me again. <laughs> You shut your mouth. I said, well, that's twice now, mate. You're going to have to go away, all right? Because you are just a dead set pest. You're going to have to walk away now. Pokes me in again. He goes, if I hear you open your mouth one more time. I said, mate, you, should, you, need, to, you need to F off now, mate, because you're not handling this real well at all, and I'm about to lose my shit. So then he comes up after the game and uh, slaps the, the report on the team manager's chest right next to me. And he goes, that's the report for him. I shouldn't have followed him to the change room. <laughs> I shouldn't have said, mate, let's talk about it. Come on, let's just talk. Let's just talk it out. Let's talk it out. Mate, no, no, we're not talking to you. You shut your mouth. I said, that's three fucking times now, champ. <laughs> and uh, I probably shouldn't have followed him, but that was it. I said, you're a coward. Come back and talk. So he reported me again twice. What Had to you? write a letter to the, the league. You allowed back? Yeah, you know, I was all dismissed because... It, about 15 parents sent in notes as well saying this guy was a flog mm. and actually escalated any problems. So, have you seen him since? No. It's a shame. Mm. You know what, Dane? A chance he's no longer with us. <laughs> he's pretty old. Oh. <laughs> That'd be a shame, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, and, you know what? From our Facebook page, Hump Day with Scotty and Swanee. Please like us. Ed Healy. <laughs> That was desperate, Ralph. Yeah. That was that was really desperate. You press like. You've just like us. You've just or don't. You've gone back to your high school days, haven't you? Please like me. From Ed Healy. Hashtag R Scotty. Oh. Did a coach ever tell you something and you thought to yourself, this bloke's gotta be kidding or words to that effect? Oh no. You want me to start? 
You know where it starts. It starts at Windy Hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it starts. You go and talk to Sheeds and there's like, you walk out 10 minutes later and go, what the fuck did he just tell me? I have no idea what he just said. He goes via Pluto back around Mars and sit down and go, oh, I'm so I'm more confused than when I went in there. Um, and that was, yeah, specifics are hard. He did say to me, said to me a couple of times, um, I had two really good games in the reserves. So there's not big names, yeah. in the twos. Only the reserves, mate. Not the reserves. I've been the reserves. There, mate. <laughs> not the reserves. I reserves. worked my way up, mate. I played yeah. 40 odd games in the twos. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was close to that. So we, this is when they had, this is when it was good, you know, when there was curtain raises um, before the games that people loved. And um, I'm trying to, I hadn't played a senior game yet. So I've had two good games. I, play, I kicked um, 11 against the Pies at Punt Road. Before uh, yeah, one of the, the big, the seniors clash, and she's we walk into the rooms. I've got the chest out, going, oh, that old fucking, yeah, they've seen. Bit like Collingwood kicking for fifteen four, and you're the goalkeeping yep. coach. Yep. And he goes, kicked eleven. I said, yeah, no, it's eleven. It's pretty easy, eleven though, wasn't it? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Walked away, shattered. The next week, next week, we're playing Fitzroy. That's how old I am. <laughs> yeah, no, before you son. Um and you playing the Uni Blues? <laughs> I didn't play the. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're playing at Princess Park then. What was an icon? It was Princess. It wasn't Optus Oval. It was Princess Park. It gets uh, the May Blooms, I think it was. <laughs> and uh, and I've kicked twelve. So I've gone. Oh, I don't know. I walked into the rooms to support the seniors again as they're about to run out, and Sheeds walks over. I'm going. Yeah. What do you got now? Kicked twelve today. I said, Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, how many of those were just handballs over the top? Is like fucking one of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I could keep going on that. but From our Twitter account, Cole Trickle. Uh, or Cole Travis, Trickle? Cole Trickle, not sure if it's a real name. Yeah, okay, if it is, he's awesome. To you, Swanee, if you could have dinner with any three people, past or present, oh, who, good. including getting on the drinker uh, after the dinner, obviously. Uh, um, here we go. You could have given me some heads up so I could have time uh, to think no, about it. No, that would ruin the show. Um... Oh, jeepers. Um, well, the first person actually springs to mind is Jesus. Yep. Just what, for proof? Yes. <laughs> yeah, for a couple of reasons. <laughs> we'll get a few favours. We know Hopefully if, it's for if, good reasons. If he lobbed, yeah. we'd know he was real. Yeah, good point. Yeah. You know, I've got some, I've got some doubts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got some doubts, let me tell you. Um, Puts it on the table. Yeah. And the other thing, a couple of things, it'd be a cheap dinner. Like he'd turn all our water into wine. Yeah. So we just yeah. drink wine out of the tap. That'd be fucking like, outstanding. You'd be, you'd be tipping it'd be fairly good wine. Yeah, exactly. It'd be, be, it's not a little nice, it'd be nice vintage. Yeah, I mean, you're tipping it's a Hill of Grace type. Yeah, it'd be nice vintage. Of turn it into. And then, well, imagine his party tricks. He'd be able to run across the pool. <laughs> well, Probably able to fix a couple of me mace diseases. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> um, so, I think he'd be. I think he'd be a great, outstanding, outstanding uh, member of of dinner. Um, well, he doesn't bring his entourage with him. Yeah. I mean, well, twelve blokes wandering with him too. You're like a couple of knives ready to put it in his yeah, back. I don't no know. Plus yeah. ones here. Given we're coming off a week with Chris Hemsworth and Matt Damon, what's the most? Who, who's the most famous person you've met? Um. Well, I haven't finished Miller two yet, mate. Oh, yeah. Hold I was on, just going to throw that yeah. throw that as, as, um, as sort of I, possibilities. Um, who else would I like? Confusing, Ralph. He's on one track at the moment. Do not yeah. let him get off it. 
My, probably a comedian, because I don't think Jesus was very funny. He seemed to live a pretty pretty poor, boring life, a big fella. Mm. Um, I, I like Cal Barron. I think Cal Barron's quite funny. I'd go Ricky Gervais. He's, yeah, Ricky Gervais yeah. is a very clever man. But yeah, You've dumped Kev? Oh, I'll get, so, yeah, well, I'll go catch up with Kev after dinner. Um, I like Carl Barron. I think he's re- extremely funny. And um, listen, I'm not politically involved, but I like to speak to Donald Trump, see what he has to say. I, I don't, I don't really like him, but I think it'd be interesting to, to speak to. Um, you'd be listening though, wouldn't you? you don't think yeah, you'd it'd be good in. for Jesus to sit there too and listen to mm. it as well. And Donald Trump says, oh, "I'm the greatest. I'm going to be the greatest president mm. in the U.S. history." And Jesus just going. No, you're not. Yeah. I've got some plans. Scotty. Yeah, no, you're not. Were you just picturing afterwards? What? I was picturing afterwards. How good a selfie would it be? Oh. Swanee, Jesus, <laughs> Trump and Carl Barron. Get that for a quaddie. Carl Barron just slipped in there too. Man. That's amazing, Carl Barron. Yeah. You'd be wrapped with that. Well, that's just off the top of my head. I'm sure there's... I'm sure I've burned... My missus probably a bit stiff not to get a start. <laughs> Yeah, with her all the time. Yeah. And you know what? She wouldn't begrudge you that. Yeah. But then I think you're very smart by not saying, you know, well, Jennifer Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but who's no, going to cook? Well, it's catered. Yeah. Surely yeah, yeah, it's catered. Yeah. yeah. Trump's got plenty. They've got so, some pool. Yeah. Jesus is cooking, you just said. <laughs> <laughs> He's cooking. You are from Matt Turner. You are an AFL captain, and a player comes to you and says, Surf's cracking. Can I skip training and go for a surf? What do you say? <laughs> um,. Um, no. You just say no. Um, because if he's not playing football, he won't be able to afford a surfboard. So, no. Yeah, I'd point. say go water skiing. Yeah. <laughs> um, have, have you got a dog? Yeah. You can blame it on your dog for whatever happens. Listen, I have no... You can't I, miss training for those sorts of things. Now, I'm all for doing coach, those things. Is that what you said? Or captain. Well, if, the surf's it up. It depends how much power I had. Yeah. If I was a captain... And, I'd be like, well, if he's allowed to go surfing, I'm going to the pub. Well, a couple of... Yeah, so, exactly right. It'd be a massive walkout. A um, couple of boys at Frio did that last year. They said they were sick yeah. and went down south surfing, thinking that well, no one will know us down here. Listen, I'm not a surfer, but I imagine if the surf's at its peak, it doesn't happen a lot. I don't know. So when it's when the surf's what? up, bro, you got to... <laughs> <laughs> You got you got to go surfing, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know. When it's gnarly like that, like in the green yeah, room, absolutely. the green room's calling. Yeah, no, sorry, mate, you can't. You got to train. From sporting photos, my wife wants to know where Dane got his pink shoes from, which I believe you wore at what Ballarat Greyhounds. Yeah, um, do you understand that he said his my wife wants to know, not to get him a pair, pair yeah, for herself. Oh, I'll wear them in next week. They're pretty pink. I got them in New York. They're the and then the, the Nike off whites. What's his name? Sporting photos. I bet you sporting photos. I bet you doesn't tell his messes that Swanee got them in New York because that's an expensive pair of yeah, runners. Exactly. All right, well, let's go there. And you were at Ballarat Greyhounds at the time? You oh, didn't wear them to Ballarat. Yeah. I'd... Oh, how are you still alive? Uh, they're quick. <laughs> <laughs> From Simon Holmes. Oh, this is one. This is right. We'll oh, for both of you. You go first, Scott. Oh. I'd love to know who is the biggest coach's pet that you've both played with over the years. Cheers, fellas, enjoying the podcast. Oh, oh. geez, Jono's right up there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Ben Johnson? Yeah, Benny Johnson's right up there. Um, loved him. For Mick, Dale Thomas. Days. Yeah. Dale Thomas was yeah. easily. For Bucks, Penelbury. That's not saying nothing that... You know, it's nothing outrageous, but yeah. Tomo was, was mixed. He could get away with murder. Probably did. 
Um, <laughs> and should do a podcast with him. Our salary cap. That's what. Or Carlton salary cap. That's what he murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the faith in the fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Pendles, which is you know he's could be everyone's coach's pick because of what he does and how good he is. Just so he does perfect, isn't right. he? Yeah, which is he's got, he's got to have a really dark. Ultimate. Surely he's got, yeah. to have, he's, got to be, he's got to have something wrong with him. Six toes or something. I've, I've seen, I don't know. He's got to have <laughs> third nipple. Yeah, he's, I've seen him naked. He's no, he's right. fine. Rapid fire. Um, coach's pen at Essendon. Uh, uh, James Hurd. Coaches pet. What did he do? Yeah. Coaches no. pet at Port. Under under was it? Did you play under two coaches or one at Port? No, I played under Jack Cale. Just and Cale. Then Jocko Jack. got there and turfed me. Yep. Coaches pet for Jack Cale. Well, Wangers. Wangers yeah, can yeah. do whatever he likes. What did Gavin Wanger need ever do? Exactly. We love Wangers. Coaches pet under <laughs> Mick. Mo- coaches Mick Mouldhouse. Coaches pet at West Coast. Oh, who did he love the most? Jacko. Jacko. Jacko, Backman, centre-half back, four best and The Ferris. late Ken Judge, who was his coach's pet? No, he hated everyone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed coach's pet when you got to Collywood, please? Mm, yeah, probably Jono. Days of you later. Uh, when I first got there, maybe liquor. Maybe liquor. Uh, Liquoria. Mm. Because you can't not yeah, like no. him. I try, I try as hard as we oh, can. So do I. Yeah. And I just want, now here's a question for people listening. Yeah. Has anyone out there... Had a bad experience with Paul Luxuria. <laughs> I need to know it. I want to hear it. For the Legends Lodge? Just for here. I right. want to tell. Because at the moment, I'm pretty sure he's perfect. From Buck Wild, if uh, Dane Swan was playing footy in this era right now, how does he think he'll go <laughs> with all the BS rules and getting told when to come off the ground because his GPS numbers are too high? And does he have any ambitions <laughs> of opening another pub soon? Wow. If you're <laughs> playing in this era, how long have you been well, retired? Yeah. The bad thing is my GPS... Numbers would never be high enough for me to come off the ground, so I'd yeah. stay on the old game. Um, oh, mate, I'd obviously you'd have to adapt, and obviously if I was training, it, you'd get used to it. But um, not much changed from now to two years ago, is it? Three. Oh, I've played since 2015, really. Jeez, oh, you are uh, well and truly. Old, you did a preseason and started yeah. on the bench, yeah. Uh, yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'd, I think I'd probably, I think I'd go all right because I could just slip forward, and the days where. Um, Go mid, then forward. I think it'd be all right. Um, I still think I could play a forward. I couldn't play in the midfield. The how fit you have to be. And I'll, listen, I was the strengths I had was my speed and my power. My endurance wasn't in in the elite category, so I'd probably get found out in the midfield. But I would. Uh, I think I'd be all right up forward. Because the why? Why? Because your endurance is not you know extreme, and you think you can rest up forward. Do you? Yes, you think you that, can hide and rest up there? That is exactly what I'm saying. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I, I was, I was just checking. Can I? Have I got time for one nuffy serious? And I'm opening up another pub soon. Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, no, is that what? Is yeah. Are you yeah. got any intentions of opening another one? Unless the Albion burns down, um, which before. which which yeah. if it does tomorrow, don't. Come and look. Don't you? No plans of doing it. So the Albion yeah. for you at the moment is is basically it's a, a full time commitment. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Someone's got to someone's got to drink the Correct. beer, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, basically what you have to do is find a midweek type destination. For well, people. we're open Wednesday through Sunday. I know, but when do you really do your best work? Friday to Sunday. Uh, from yeah to Monday. <laughs> That's why our show is not called Kick Off Your Week with Swanee and Scotty. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> how, 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 Scotty. So, so as, a, as, as a nuffy here, so how did you manage to have such a great career if you, you in your words, didn't think you had a great engine? Yeah, that's a, I think that's a bit of an um, Oh, well, I probably had a, a decent engine compared to 
your run-of-the-mill suburban footballer, but... No, I'm talking about at the elite level. Well, because... You got tagged every week, mate, and you, yeah. and you, and you ran people off. Well, without going into so, come on. sort of 10 minutes about it... Well, don't. Okay. Well, Butters and me went seen watched the ice hockey. Butters went and watched the ice hockey and then watched how quickly they rotate and stuff yeah. later. So it was that 2007 or eight or whatever it was. So they come back and devised the game plan. That's week because Collingwood obviously started the mass rotations, yes. and they thought that... And they looked at my game style and the way I, my strengths, that would give me the best opportunity to play my best. And that would maximize all our mids who were you know, hard running, you know, those two, three, four hundred meter effort uh, meter sprints. Um, that was what we were about. So um, that helped me. I could go off the ground. I could run for five or six minutes and, you know, I had good re- recovery powers, I guess. So that was what I could get on five or six minutes bust my ass and then get off, have two or three minute break, then get back on again. I could run at the same level. So that that's that's why. So so you would do that innately. You'd just say, right, that's my five done. And, and yeah, well, yeah. So I, was, yeah. I, was, I think I was the most um, interchanged player for a couple of years. I was like 12, yeah. 13 mm. times, 11, 12, 13 times a game. So, we wow. Were- you know what? If you're listening to this podcast, right, you have the ability and you've to lasted re- an hour. Yeah, you have the ability to rewind, right? Rewind that bit again to save you asking me that question, Ralph, because I knew you were going to about my lead insurance. Change every time Swanee says minutes to meters, and that's that's my version of the story. All right, so just rewind that. You'd run for five or six meters, and then come off and rest for two or three meters, and back on again. And just finally, from Mitchell McKay, how much real estate does Dane Swan own? Well. Oh, Not much, given well, that he, he he tried to get the the, the doll. Yeah, it's a good point. You're uh, on after the phones a, li- after ass, a li- life-threatening injury. Yeah, yeah, life-threatening injury in the at Centrelink. Um, I've, I've got a, a little bit of property, mate. Look, Covering expenses. Look, you might look for another one at the end of the year. Um, but we'll see how we go. You can't say time. mind your business. It's your podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm a man of the people. Right, I've got a, a couple, and then looking for another one at the end of the year. So there you well, go. Well, if you didn't, if you played 14 years. Like, yeah. On uh, extremely good coin. If you didn't have some property, you'd be saying, "What have I done with that?" So well played. Oh, well done to you. Thanks to Sheen Panel Service. What number do you ring, Scotty? One three hundred repair. This I'll has been everything. Scotty and Swanee. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.